Yeah, so I'm I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. I grew up in uh, South Central LA. Um, I was there until I was about middle school. Um, then after the LA riots, my father came and got me and I uh, moved out to the suburbs with him, put me in um, better schools, you know, better school districts, things like that, and uh, got me involved in football a little bit more. So um, really started playing football hard. I had um, been a track athlete most of my life, but really uh, gravitated to football, obviously because it was physical. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, played a little bit of football out there. I played with the uh, Junior All-American Walmart and War Cowboys. Um, did very well out there, had fun. Um, but saw after a while people were talking and I knew I could, I could earn some scholarships going to college by playing football and running track. So really got involved in that. And Throughout high school, had some great success. Um, went to a private school um, my sophomore through senior year uh, called St. Paul. And uh, out of there, was able to win a couple of state championships in track and field in the 110 high hurdles. Um, I was also a decathlete, um, but uh, played some good football there with a lot of good friends and earned a scholarship to University of Southern California, you know, the best school in, in the land. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you keep that one. So tell us a little bit about your time playing football at, at in Southern Cal. I mean, like, what was it like playing at that level? Yeah, so, I, you know, that's always everybody's first question. What's the difference at each level? Um, and I tell everybody the main difference is how you prepare. And the, the speed of the game speeds up in your head more than on the field itself. You know, how fast can you process information is really – the difference between all the levels. Okay. So yeah. now during your time there, um, I guess you guys, was that during the time of any of the national championships? Yeah. So I was there during the good times of Paul Hackett or I'm sorry, <laughs> the, the bad times of Paul Hackett and the good times of Pete Carroll. So um, our first two seasons, I think we went six and seven. We lost to Notre Dame both years, which was not fun. Um, <laughs> Uh, my junior year, um, I did not play a redshirt that year um, and then came back and played two years under Pete at defensive back. And uh, my junior year or my redshirt junior year, we won the Orange Bowl um, under Car with Carson Palmer as our quarterback. And then my senior year, we won the uh, share of the national title with LSU um, against Michigan. So okay. I do have a share of one. <laughs> so with, with working, I mean, and playing at that level, I mean, what was it like just as you were thinking about, hey, what were you going to do after, you know, after college football? What were your thoughts or your plans then? You know, what's interesting, by the time my senior year, I'd say I, I never had any aspirations to go play in the NFL. Um, I had a great internship that was probably going to, you know, pay me pretty well out of college. And I... I was a business major and I had planned on just going to work. Um, I had gotten an invite to the Indianapolis combine and that's when I, my life changed. I said, Oh boy, I guess uh, there are people looking at me to play this sport at the next level. So um, after the Indianapolis combine, I started talking to more agents and more people just, and I, I realized I had a market in the NFL. So at that point I decided it, you know, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity you know, why not? Let's try to go play. So um, that was a, that was a really cool experience. Um, but once I got there, um, I realized it was not for me. Um, being a business major and having a business mind, um, I'm always thinking about, you know, 
first of all, longevity. Uh, second, you know, how can this opportunity progress and, and help me in further in my life? Um, and what I saw with football after probably my second season, after I um, spent a season in Germany, um, I just felt that it was not going to be a, a, a long-term thing that I could do and make money. Um, it just, the, the history I could see with guys having to hang on until they're 29, 30 years old to get their first opportunity, it just didn't seem like it was a feasible position for me to stay in. What I noticed is, I noticed my body was starting to deteriorate and that was the big part. And, you know, if to me, I always said, if it was not fun for me anymore, it's no longer a sport, it's a job. And I can go make money doing something else and not beating my body up. <laughs> and that was yeah. the decision. I mean, I remember I was sitting in, the, I was sitting in my apartment in Jacksonville and this was in 2005. Um, and I remember calling my dad and I said, pop, um, would you be mad if I quit and came home? <laughs> I, I said, I don't want to do this anymore. And I just remember him saying, nah, man, come home. You don't have to do that. I, 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 that day I went into Jack Del Rio's office and said, Hey, um, here's my playbook. I, I don't think I can do this anymore. <laughs> so um, it was, a, it was definitely a hard decision, but I, to this day, I still think it was the right decision. Awesome. Awesome. So now that I think that brings you into, like I said, into a sales career and where I think we reconnected on is about a, a business opportunity. So tell us a little bit more about like, you know, just the entrepreneurial side that you just had your eye open looking for more opportunities. Yeah. So I moved, so it kind of goes back to when I moved here to Charlotte. I moved here to kind of in 2007, 2008 was the height of the crash. And man, since 2008, finding a job and keeping a job and, you know, in the state of North Carolina as a right to work state um, is, is pretty tough sometimes. Um, being in the sales positions, you know, we're pretty much the first ones that start getting cut in <laughs> certain jobs. So um, what I found was in Raleigh, when I lived there for three years, it was pretty tough to find a job, which I, that's why I moved here to Charlotte. Um, found a sales job here and just over my sales career, I, I, I got tired of being laid off. Um, really the positions being eliminated. It was just, it, it just got on my nerves. Um, my wife and I decided back in this was, oh boy, this would have been 20, 2014, I guess of 2015, 2014, I started my company. Um, oh, sorry. No, 2000. Yeah. 2000, 2013, I started my company, uh, achieve fitness. And it is a uh, children's fitness company. Um, we deal with, we work strict, we work extremely well with all children, but we specialize in children with disabilities, um, children with ADHD, autism, Asperger's, um, all kinds of disabilities we work with, and making sure that they can get the energy out and and be able to feel like normal children. You know, um, that's been one of my goals and aspirations throughout my career is working with kids because um, I grew up as an underprivileged kid. So wanted to make sure we gave back that way. So I've always been trying to run my own company. Um, we did very well. We, we opened up as an after-school company after two years, um, averaged almost 200 kids a year we worked with, um, did very well. But about four years into it, I, my wife started noticing different changes in me, uh, my attitude, my behavior, you know, my, my time and wanting to be around the family. and just but didn't really speak up and say anything about it because, you know, 
she's the only one that notices it. So um, everything kind of hit the fan in 2016. Um, I made an attempt, unfortunately, on my life. Um, I they called it what they called it a bipolar blackout. I blacked out for eight hours and just I don't know what I did. I don't know where I was. I threw all my cell phones away, my watches, everything away. Nobody could find me. And that later on that night, um, they found me when I was um, in my car. I ran into a brick wall doing about 120 and oh, wow. I almost killed myself. So that was that was the day that I lost my company in that day. It was completely done. Um, we closed the next day. I checked myself into a mental institution. I spent four weeks in a mental institution um, to try to figure out what was wrong with me. Um, they came to find out I was diagnosed with CTE, which is brain injuries from football, you know, head injuries, um, also with PTSD and bipolar too. So this was all brand new news to me. I had never been diagnosed with any disabilities or anything like that, but funny because I work with all children with disabilities, but now I'm in the position that I'm, I have a disability and I understand how to work with them, but I don't understand how to live with it. So it was a new place for me. Um, so I had to live away from my family for a year. Um, I, I had lived in an apartment away from my family until I could, the doctors could tell me that, you know, you're okay. <laughs> um, so I was um, given about six different, seven different medications for just my head and um, took that for about a year, um, got back home, got back to a good place and met you at our software company we work for. Um, that was the first job I'd had in a long time outside of working for myself. Um, but so it was real hard to come back and really interact with people. Um, it's hadn't something I'd hadn't done in uh, over almost two years with, uh, especially on medication. So, um, I felt like every day was kind of, a, it was, it was kind of fake. You know, every day I came in there, I'm like, Hey, how you guys doing? But inside I feel like, mm, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. I don't trust this. I, I just had that, that feeling inside of me, like, ah, it's just not right. Something's not right. So my wife and I, we, you know, we experimented um, with holistic, holistic medicines, different types of things, but uh, really landed on CBD. And uh, reason being is because I'd started studying um, the cannabinoids in the system, in, in, in our, in our system and different cannabinoids, they affect different things in the system and not going too deep into that, but um, I found a company that uh, has a patented system that allows these these supplements to absorb into my system at a hundred percent rate, which is different from anywhere else. And that's kind of what's helped me get off all my medications, um, get me to a place where I can do this. <laughs> I mean, you catch me a year ago, I could not sit on this video. I wouldn't sit on the video with you. I, I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have the confidence to do it. And that's the main thing that killed me is my confidence left me. I was a person that full scholarship to college. I was a two times California state champ. I was a Pac-10 champion. I, I mean, I've done everything people want to do. I played in NFL, I, but I lost my confidence to the point where I, I couldn't talk to anybody. I couldn't look you in the eyes. And that was, that was a different place for me. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that, that that definitely is tough with just trying to, like I said, live life with all that going on. Um, so I think, yeah, so finding a solution or finding, finding ways to, to cope with that, I mean, I think is amazing. So 
when you came across CBD, I mean, what were some of the some of the products that you you came across that you were like, hey, these really helped make a difference for me? Yeah. So one thing that I developed from taking all the 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 um, pharmaceutical medications um, was a the big thing was onset. Crohn's. And I don't know if you know anything about Crohn's, but man, it is a painful situation in your belly. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the biggest things for me. And, and, and dealing with that and my head at the same time, you're kind of in plex, but because if you stop taking the medication, you slip back into this place where, you know, you don't want to be. So um, one of the other big products that the company I'm, I'm, I'm partnered with has is a, um, a product that pulls all the swelling out of the body. It's just a squirt that goes right in your mouth and it has curcumin in it, which is a, uh, in a drug that's known by a natural product that's known by all to go into your system and it, it, it pulls swelling out. But naturally the body will only absorb it at a 1% rate uh, just because it's such a dense, it's such a dense um, uh, product. So the, com- the, the, the liposomes that we are, uh, we are working with um, are allowing that, product to absorb into my bloodstream at a hundred percent rate, which is taking the swelling out, which Crohn's is swelling of the belly, swelling of the intestines and and inflammation. So it's been able to pull that inflammation out and really help me with not only my stomach, my head, you know, my, my body, but just make me feel like I'm a regular person. Again, I can get out the bed without having to crawl to the shower. I can pick my kids up without feeling like I'm going to drop them because my shoulder is going to go out. It's just a lot of things that have changed because of simple products that have been around forever, but because they can be absorbed in my system with the same pro- with the same uh, system or the delivery system that's been around since the '60s, but now it's in the supplement space. It, it's just it's it's an insane product and it works tremendously well. Um, the neural product was another product that helped me, and that's what really helped me with all my medications. Um, it's been shown to go at, go in and actually show, re, regrow brain cells, uh, the neural pathways. Um, I had two confirmed bruises on my brain, uh, two black spots on the left side of my left side of my head, um, and they told me it was nothing I was going to do about it. I had migraines almost every week. Wow. I had headaches every day. Um, it's been a month. I haven't had a headache. Um, I haven't had a migraine at all. Um, and I haven't been able to go back and be retested yet, but I can assure you that they probably won't find any more bruises on my brain. Awesome. Awesome. And I think that that is a, that's a very, very essential part of, you know, like I said, being able to just live a life that you enjoy is being able to, to get to a place where, like I said, you can function without the, the internal pain without, and, and that's the challenge because not a lot of people can see the internal pain that people go through. Well, so, not a lot of people even know that people like not even sometimes the people that are going through the pain don't know they're going through it. And that was my case. Um, I didn't know. I just thought it was a part of me because it's been such a feeling. I, I mean, you, you step between those lines to play football. You have to be somewhat out of your mind. Because to take your body and throw it into somebody three times the size of you, I, I used to enjoy it. I don't know why, but I used to enjoy it. And now you look and it's like, wow, why? <laughs> so I, I, you know, I, I tell people all the time why I share my story is because if you know somebody that is struggling and you think they're struggling, don't wait. 
don't don't think that you're doing that person an injustice by tattling on them. You're doing them a justice by saving their life. So with these products, um, how can people get in touch with you if they're interested in finding out more about the products or getting the products for themselves? Absolutely. Um, you can reach me anytime. My cell phone is available anytime. I have it listed on my LinkedIn page. I also have it listed on my Facebook page. Um, and I mean, I can say it on the <laughs> here. Um, my email is also listed on my LinkedIn page, uh, my Facebook page. But I am accessible um, through Facebook, LinkedIn, um, WhatsApp. I, I have every, I, you can contact me through anything. Um, but um, you're anybody struggling with anything. I, I, I'm, I, I'm here to talk. Um, I, I talk to a lot of former football players that, you know, don't, what, what, what people don't understand is when head injuries, it's not a matter of our heads just hurting or anything like that. What it does, we lose trust. We lose trust for people. We don't trust anybody. We don't trust anything. Everybody's out to get us. Um, you know, it's just, a, it's, it's a, it's a feeling that, you shouldn't have, but it is there. And I try to help a lot of guys get over that feeling um, by, by using these, 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 uh, these supplements. Now, have you seen that people find themselves in that place when they have, you know, head injuries from, from football, or have you seen it occur in many other sports or many other types yeah. of athletes as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. So any head injury, it doesn't matter what sport you play. Um, I mean, I deal with here when I was training kids, uh, football is not super huge here in the Carolinas, um, lacrosse, head injuries happen in lacrosse. Um, I gosh, I have, I've had gymnasts I've worked with that have fallen off the bars and had concussions. Um, it really does not matter what sport it is. A head injury is a head injury. Um, we are, as humans, we are one of the only uh, mammals that has a free floating brain. Um, our brain is not connected to our head. It's not, if you look at the animal kingdom of rams and anybody, all of their brains are connected to their skulls. They're connected. So when they impact, their brain does not go anywhere. Our brains, when we impact, we hit our heads. Even as kids, little kids fall down, your brain hits against your skull. And that is released a drug called serotonin into your brain and it kills brain cells. So the more and more you do that in NFL or football period, they consider football every hit a 25 mile an hour crash. Now imagine wow. doing that. Imagine doing that 40 times a game. Wow. That's going to mess with your head. So you, whether you pull your head out, you pull your shoulders out. This is why I'm a big advocate. Unfortunately, my son, my boys won't be playing football because it doesn't matter. Uh, you can protect the head. You can put a helmet over it, but, as soon as your head jerks back, car accidents. That's why people have gotten concussions and car accidents. They didn't hit their head, they just jerked back. You can get a car accident, from, you can get a concussion from whiplash. Mm -hmm. So I just, I, I, I try to, try to I, I never wanna tell a kid don't pursue something. Never wanna say that because if it weren't for football, I wouldn't be who I am today. I, I, I'm a grateful for football, I really am. But I also know where I was four years ago. <laughs> And that was a dark place. And I don't, I don't, I don't like to see anybody there. And so what are some of the signs you tell people like, Hey, if they're concerned <clears throat> about someone that they love or what are some of the, the signs that you saw, I guess, when you think back that you saw in yourself that you would say, Hey, if you're seeing these signs, Hey, you guys probably should think a little bit more deeply about it. don't overlook it. Yeah. So first and foremost is anger just off the cuff, out the blue, gets mad over nothing. 
um, that's a great sign right there. Um, and they will justify it as that's just who they are. They, they played a violent sport. They had to get like, and it's not who they are. Um, another sign is somebody that wants to be completely away from everybody. Doesn't want to be involved with their own family. Like I didn't want to hold my own kids. Uh, you know, that's, a, that's another sign. Um, and then just plain out, just if they're not, if they're not communicating, like they, they normally have and normally would, um, their words are not coming out of their mouth like they should. They, they're, they're struggling to find the words. Um, those are all signs. Like if you've lived with a person long enough, you can, you can tell when they're starting to change. Um, if you're older, I'm 38. Um, a lot of guys I work with right now in their late, their early fifties, um, have had the onset dementia, uh, starting. So if their memory, their short term, short term memory, and I'm, when I say short term, I mean, say, I say Marcel right now. And five minutes later, I ask you what my name is. They don't know that oh, wow. short term. Yeah. Um, it gets, it's that bad. So those are signs. Those are just the immediate signs. But honestly, I mean, if you love somebody, you've been with somebody that long, my wife, gosh, if it weren't for her, I would have never known myself. Okay. Well, I think that's all great information. So yeah, definitely. Thank you for, you know, thank you for being on the show to yeah, share and talk you. about that. And also, I mean, also best of luck with your business. Um, and definitely hope any, any of the listeners out there that may be concerned about, you know, themselves or someone they love, I mean, definitely reach out to Marcel. I think a wealth of knowledge to, to really help people live a life that they can actually enjoy living. Absolutely. Yes. And if any parents out there are struggling and with, you know, their, their children with school, um, you know, I, I have an eight year old that we had to take out of school for a year to homeschool because he's three levels ahead of where he should be in school. Um, but his anxiety was so high. He couldn't look in his teacher's eyes without crying. Um, if it weren't for the neural and the CBD, he wouldn't be the same now. Um, he's going back to school next year. So I, if any parents out there are struggling, that is the, the one reason I got into this was to help myself and any parent out there struggling with children that schools can't, they deem as can't handle. Awesome. Awesome. Again, everybody, if you're listening and like I said, you, you want to reach out, um, Marcel shared his information and we'll share one, a one pager where, um, where people can find you and how they can get in touch with you. Um, and, and like I said, we're, we're not speaking as trained medical professionals. We're speaking to you as, as someone who, who is, you know, gone through experiences themselves and can share what he's learned through his own process and through his own experiences and help educate you on what options may be available for you. Absolutely. Just an alternative. That's, mm -hmm. that's all I was looking for was an alternative to big pharma. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Marcel, thank you for being on the show and, and good luck you. to you in all of your endeavors. Thank you. I appreciate it. You have a good one. And that concludes another episode of the Business Talk Library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram at Business Talk Library, LinkedIn. You can follow the Business Talk Library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube searching for Business Talk Library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them. Remember, keep it simple. Oh.